Why are there so many podcasts about Disney? And what is this one about? This is Epcota, a dad and two brothers share what at Disney they found out. They recap and rate the rides and attractions and revel in nerdery. This is Epcota. Our fun little podcast with Liam, Brother Jim, and me. La da da dee da Welcome to Epcota. I'm Jim. I'm Liam. And I'm Chris. And we really want to thank Kermit the Frog for doing our opening song. Uh, Big fan of the show. He was really kind to do that for us. And so, Kermit, we love you. Thank you. This is the experimental (laughs) podcast covering our Disney adventure. Each week on Epcota, we are recapping and rating the attractions we experience at the most magical place on Earth. Disney! And this is episode 11, (laughs) Muppet Vision 3D. Before we play the music and light the lights, what are the best ways that someone can follow this podcast? Okay, so the first thing you should do is subscribe to Epcota on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That way they can get each new episode when it comes out. And while you're there, why not give us a five-star rating? And if you really want to help us out, write a review. That is how we go from tens of listeners to dozens of listeners. <laughs> you can also follow us on both Instagram and Facebook at Epcota, which is spelled E. P-C-O-D-A. If there's something you'd like to hear or have a question you'd like us to answer on this podcast, you can message us there. Now let's create some electric mayhem as we look at the history of this week's attraction. In the year 1923, in 1989, Disney announced that they had a deal in place to buy Henson Associates and the Muppet characters. As part of the deal, there would be a 3D Muppet attraction that would debut at Disney MGM Studios in 1990. Tragically, Jim Henson died in the spring of 1990, which led to the cancellation of the Disney Henson deal and led to the attraction being delayed despite the work had already been completed on it. I actually remember the day that Jim Henson died. Were you crying? uh, It was actually very sad. My art teacher at an elementary school when I was down in Columbia. Yeah, I was seven-year-old. He came in, and he was, like, very upset that Jim Henson had died. Like, it was a really big Big deal. That's how important of a figure Jim Henson was. It made a really big impact. Uh, Eventually, there was an agreement reached to allow the Muppet characters to be licensed for Disney Parks, and Muppet Vision 3D officially opened at Disney MGM Studios on May 16, 1991, which was the first anniversary of Henson's passing. What you see on the screen at Muppet Vision 3D was a shot in January of 1990 directed by Jim Henson from a script by Bill Prady. Bill Prady, who actually is most today most well-known for being one of the writers on The Big Bang Theory. Oh, Wait, the Big Bang Theory? Mm-hmm. Like, the Young Sheldon Big Bang Theory? Like yes, what Young Sheldon's a prequel of. Yes. Okay. The film <coughs> features the last Muppet performances of both Jim Henson, who performed as Kermit the Frog, Waldorf, and the Swedish Chef, and Richard Hunt, who performed as Scooter, Beaker, Stat- Statler, and others. 
Other classic Muppet performers featured include Frank Oz as Miss Piggy, Sam Eagle, and Fozzie the Bear. Frank Oz is also who? Yoda. Yeah. Dave Goles as Gonzo, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, and Zoot, and Steve Whitmire as Rizzo the Rat, Bean Buddy, and the animated chaos agent, Waldo C. Graphic. Oh, is that that thing that's created? Yes. The environment of 3D. Also, when Waldo does an impression of Mickey Mouse, you hear the voice of then-Mickey Mouse performer Wayne Aldwine. In addition to the 3D film, Muppet Vision <coughs> features audio animator, animatronics, a full-body Muppet, and a boatload of 4D effects installed in the theater that include bubbles, puffs of air, and projections on the walls. Now that you have some historical perspective on Muppet Vision 3D, it's time to recap the time that we spent with Kermit and the gang in our adventure. Okay, Liam had to step out, so he'll have to, he won't be here for this part with us. But when we went to see Muppet Vision 3D, we went to the theater. We we didn't see the pre-show, did we? We just went straight into the main show. Is that correct? There was a pre-show. Yeah. So obviously that. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to describe the whole plot of Muppet Vision 3D, but the general conceit of the whole movie is that you are in the theater to see a demonstration of the Muppets using their new 3D technology. And they have this incredible show planned for you with musical numbers for Miss Piggy and Sam Eagle. <laughs> what is Sam Eagle's... What is it called? A tribute to all nations, but mostly America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Later in the show, it's like, it's like Kermit's like, how's it going? It's a three-hour finale. You have one and a half minutes. <laughs> And then in this the process, you see uh, Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker, and they're talking about how they do 3D stuff. And then that's where Waldo comes into it. They create the... Essence of es- 3D? Essence of 3D. Yeah. Who is a... How would you describe him? He is a shape-shifting bird-like creature. Yeah. He's, anyway. He has figment vibes. Figment, but a little bit more annoying, probably. Yeah. yeah. And he causes chaos... And there's a story about Bean Bunny feeling left out, uh-huh. which is sad because Bean Bunny's a really cute guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm sorry. And then, of course, we get to we get to the finale mm-hmm. and just all chaos breaks loose uh-huh. in the theater. There are oh, we forgot to mention there's an orchestra of animatronic penguins. Statler and Waldorf for you know heckling. Yeah, um, the Swedish chef is in the back. With the, there's a he has an animatronic in the back working the projector. Bean goes missing, and there's a animatronic of Bean. But also there are uh, Sweetums. There's a full-bodied Sweetums Muppet. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, and then at the end, all chaos breaks loose, and there are cannons, and the theater itself starts to Crumble. take on damage. Crumble. Crumble. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else that's important for us to note on here. I don't know. Being the Muppets, they play with tropes and they break the fourth wall and stuff like that. But of course, when you watch a 3D film, everything that's coming out at you appears to be coming out at literally you. Yeah. 
And so there's something that Waldo says that like everybody in this room thinks I'm talking to them, but I'm really talking to you and points and everybody it's talking to you. And of course, you know what it is, but it's still a funny little gag. Mm-hmm. One more thing that we forgot to mention is during Sam Eagles, a tribute to all nations, but mostly America during the song, it like goes off the song for a minute and does it's a small world after all. Like really, really briefly because it's still mostly a tribute to America, but they get like a little few bars of the small yeah, yeah, world. It's like, it's like, it's a small world after all. And then it goes back to the, back to the dun, 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 the William Tell overture. Yeah. Is that what it is? I think, I don't know. That's, I'm going to just sound really confident. Yeah. The William Tell overture. Okay. Back to small world. They, they do do, I'm, I'm, they at least say it's a small world after all. I don't know if they sing the rest. Okay. But they do say it's a small world after all. All right. It is now time for a completely pointless segment this week. Did you get sick? We were sitting down. It was and nice. Not moving. It was. It was great. It was a great break. It was a nice break. Cool inside. Air yeah. conditioned. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention like all the different like the special effects in there. Like when Fozzie squirts the water and water squirts at you. Yeah. The bubbles. <laughs> was there mm-hmm. smoke at one point? There's like puffs of air that makes it seem like things are going on. Yeah. It says Muppet Vision 3D, but it's it's 4D, right? I mean, yes, for all practical purposes. Mm-hmm. But no, we did not get sick. No, definitely not. Uh, no. Like I said, it's a pretty useless segment for this week. Yeah. And probably next week. But we'll get into that later. All right. So, nobody got sick. You might be asking yourself, <laughs> self, is there a way that you can make Muppet Vision 3D even more awesome? Glad you asked, because that's what we're going to talk about it in Plus It Up. Plus It Up. Plus It Up. Plus it up. And plus it up. In honor of Walt Disney saying that Disneyland would never be complete as long as there's imagination, we talk about ways in which we might make these attractions even better. This week's plus it up is a little bit difficult for me because before I started doing research on this week's topic, I was like, oh, well, you could just do a brand new film. But that was before I realized that it is the last Muppet performance of Jim Henson. Uh-huh. And to borrow from Indiana Jones, it belongs in a museum. I mean, it's a very important document of Muppet history and, you know, history of pop culture and Disney history now. Yep. And so I wouldn't feel really good about suggesting, well, let's do a whole new film, even mm-hmm. though that would be a way you could plus it up. Yeah. Do you? Can you think of any ways? I mean, the only thing you can really do is maybe change the effects in the theater. Nope, can't think of anything. I mean, I guess there's going to be ways in which the technology that makes the explosions and the crumbling of the walls appear on the screen, you can make that better. They still look pretty good, though. Yeah. I guess maybe the animatronics could be improved at some point in time. I mean, but they still are pretty But they still look good. I mean, yeah. I I mean, we're not talking about doing... I mean, they're Muppets. And it's not like you need Muppets to look more lifelike. So, yeah, I can't think of a way to plus it up. Yeah, I can't either. Which, I guess, is a good segue into rating what it is in the segment that we call... Rate it. For my personal benefit, and I guess you, your guys too. Yeah, the sure. scale must. Other be, people, other people enjoy this. I'm sure the scale must be explained. All right, can you tell me why the scale must be explained? Like, what what aspect of this is so? 
fulfilling to you. I mean, I'm very happy it's fulfilling to you. Uh, but I guess it's zero. I guess it's what zero means. The bathroom one. Yeah. Okay. Scale of zero to ten. Zero is I'd rather hide in the bathroom. No, wait in than line. Watch in, this show. Wait in line for the bathroom. Wait in line for the bathroom and watch this show. Yeah. And ten is this was the best attraction at the park. Oh, Statler and Waldorf may actually would give this a zero, probably. <laughs> I'd rather wait in the bathroom than watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so what are you going to rate it? Okay, uh, first of all, I wanted to just say, especially since he's not here, one of my favorite parts of watching this show was I was sitting next to Liam, and he was just cackling the whole entire time. Like, he absolutely loved it. And I absolutely loved it, too. As we've said in previous episodes, the Muppets are one of my favorite properties. I love the Muppet movie. Spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about a Muppet movie when we get closer to Christmas. I this wonder is... what. Maybe it might be Christmas themed. <laughs> it's actually Muppet Treasure Island for a very special Christmas episode. Um, <laughs> no. But we... Uh, where was I? Oh, so... Like, this is such an enjoyable and fun show. Yeah, it's been around in the park for over 30 years, but it is a delight. It is so much fun, and it is so funny, and the animatronics are still great, and the special effects are fun. And, you know, I hope that this stays at Hollywood Studios for a really long time. I think that I am going to give it an 8.8. Almost to a 9, not quite to a 9. But, like, as far as shows go at Disney, it is one of the most fun shows at all of the parks. And I enjoy it so very much. What about you, Jim? I think I'm going to give it a nine. A nine, all right. Like Dad said, the Muppets are hilarious. It's a great show. The effects, even though coming out 30 years ago. Roughly, yeah. Roughly 30 years ago, the effects are still good. The animatronics are still good. I'm sure that I'm... Have they updated the ride since it came out? They, I think, did update the attraction a little bit, but not, like, profoundly, because it's still the same film that they used from the beginning. But, like, all the effects, all of that, everything, it's still, it's still good. I mean, how could you not be excited about a orchestra full of animatronic penguins? Yeah. Like, if you don't like that, then, I'm sorry, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. Mm-hmm. Just out of curiosity, who, who's your favorite Muppet? Have we talked about this before? We have talked. Did we talk about this in the last, when we did Muppet Haunted Mansion? No. Okay, so who would your favorite Muppet be? I don't know. I know your favorite Muppet. Who's my favorite Muppet? Rolf. That is correct. It is Rolf. The piano playing dog. Yes. Who is not Who's in not in this? That's a bit surprising. That is kind of surprising. Hmm. So you don't know what? I don't know my favorite Muppet. Just, they're so good. Yeah. It's can't, hard to say. Can't, can't pick one. Can't pick one. All right, any other final thoughts? Nope, don't think so. Okay, well... Let's bring this thing home. Thanks for listening to Setup Coda. If you liked our show and haven't subscribed yet, you should. It's just a button you push. You really just push a button. It just says subscribe or like it's a plus. Or follow. Or press follow, it. Or follow. Or follow, yes. It's very easy. Giving us a five-star rating is also easy. You just scroll down and then you click one, two, three, four, or five stars. True. Preferably yeah. five. We yeah. Have, we have the average of five, so. We do. Don't don't ruin the average. And, and writing a review is really helpful, especially on Apple Podcasts, because it helps other yeah. people find us. It's less easy. That's less easy. But fairly easy. But still fairly easy. Like, it only can be a couple of words of, like, this changed my life. Or just, thumb, <laughs> you could literally just put a thumbs up in the review. Yeah. Like the thumbs up emoji. Yeah. I don't know if you can do a GIF, but maybe you could do a GIF of Kermit the Frog, like, doing, waving his hands. I don't know. Probably can't do a GIF. But nonetheless, write a review. We'd love it. Yeah. It'd help other people find us. 
We hope that you will join us every Tuesday for new episodes. And Jim, what are we talking about next Tuesday? Next Tuesday, we return to Black Spire Outpost with our regularly scheduled episode as we share our adventures of building droids and a lightsaber in Galaxy's Edge. That's right. We're recapping and rating Droid Depot and Savvy's Workshop. It's two attractions in one podcast. See you next week. 